Next voice message. You know, you should say leave a message before the word landline because otherwise, frankly, it gets someone's hopes up that you are picking up rather than an answering machine. Call me disappointed. End of message. Message erased. Welcome to Landline Podcast. Landline Podcast, October 12th, 2020. We're back. We're back, baby. Thank you so much for coming for the bona fides, Landline bona fides. Two candles burning, a mini pumpkin on the table, applesauce with cinnamon and lemon juice, no added sugar on the stove. And two cups of tea. Two cups of tea. I wrote a postcard to my father with my son today and put it on the mail slot to go out. USPS, thanks for sponsoring Landline. I know you have lots of excess funds. And um, yeah, we sort of are landlining it around here. It's that time of year and 2020, that kind of year. Serenity now. I feel like if we could offer some serenity, I'm sure by the middle of this, I can drop in like us raging against the machine <laughs> once we get started. Just to picture us in our, our mock turtlenecks and our big cans over our ears. Yeah, picture our big cans while you're listening <laughs> to this. We both have them at this point. It's in the like quarantine. splendid table, but Ooh. like the Maya Rudolph. <laughs> It's like Splendid Table, the Maya Maya Rudolph uh, version. Anyways, thank you so much. Welcome back to Landline Podcast. Call the landline, 503-894-8480. We'll listen to some messages together. We're here at the kitchen table doing a pod, um, and we're excited to be back. And I won't explain why we haven't been around, but because there's no explanation. It's laziness and um, lack of execution. So thanks. Welcome back to the worst podcast on the internet. So... We are going to do an annex review of a weekend away in COVID-19, um, and and let's go for it. I mean, what else do we have to say? Is there a check-in? Like, we're bo- we both still have our arms and our legs. Um, people are still asking why aren't there new podcasts, and um, people still need landline, right? More yeah, than just than- put this in your pipe and smoke it. Basically, everything that landline was wanting to make a point of the world has made its own point the last six months so you know we just felt like it could just run its course just just let the dogs bark so um set the stage you're 35 years old i'm a real woman now finally (laughs) by the way i'm getting life insurance wow by the way are you sure you don't have COVID-19? Because I feel like I've heard podcasts can spread it, podcasting with somebody. And I know we've been sleeping together in the same bed for seven years. <laughs> but if this is I heard you I... can get uh, COVID-19 by listening to a podcast recorded by somebody who had COVID-19. Wow. So. If only. Let's hope we don't or else our six listeners are. Wow. How dare you? Six listeners. Six million listeners. 
taking that out. Um, so welcome back to Landline Podcast, 503-894-8480. So I wanted to give you a experience for your 35th birthday. And so, you know, y- your experiences are not limited because everything is relative, but it certainly wasn't like flying to Vegas and learning how to become a stripper or something like that. We had to come up with something that was... Maybe next year. Yeah, some 36. That's what. That's the perfect time. Peak stripper age. Um, so, so we had to come up with, you know, an experience that was semi-local. And when you live in a suburban city like we do, um, you kind of get sick of walking around the block the same time and trying to go to the same, you know, takeout restaurants in your neighborhood. So what could we do? And the answer was, uh, you know, a landline one, of course. I mean, what else? It wasn't making jam all day at a farm, and it wasn't, you know, bicycling to a winery, but it had, you know, some landline routes, which was going to a lodge, L-O-D-G-E, for you people who never were good at spelling, a lodge in the Mount Hood National Forest, Deschutes National Forest. And you know what? I, I, I'm going to make a rule for this podcast. Should we not name the lodge just to keep it, like, not being a hit piece? I was thinking of that. I was walking through the woods this morning preparing my mind for this podcast and I had a great revelation that I forgot, (laughs) which is, I guess, part of being 35. My mom used to, like my entire childhood growing up, she would always be like, I'm losing my mind. (laughs) And now I can, I just remember um, kind of fielding that, um, statement from her at least three or four times a day and and i'm gonna make a concerted effort not to become somebody who says that they're losing their mind all the time i love my mom but it it did kind of make me nervous i think we're all losing our minds for sure so i i lost my big um revelation but i i i can recall that it was around the idea that we don't need to name this. We don't need to dwell on on the comedy of errors that it was in specificity. Right. Because there is a, a message, a very landline message. And I'm sure as soon as I get talking about it, it's going to come back to me what that is. Yeah, absolutely. And I sort of, you know, I think my goal for this podcast is to not sound like a entitled person complaining. And I think in, in true... Alex McKay fashion I've picked like it's kind of hard to the, the, the hardest to <laughs> the, this is the hardest subject matter of all time to not sound like that so it's like I'm really giving myself a challenge so we went to a lodge in in the middle of Oregon in the forest on a lake and you know we made the we started talking about it three months ago and it was something to look forward to and what a great idea and we'd done a couple of hotel rooms um in the past few months so we're not afraid of the hotel room and, you know, I kind of, of course, wish I'd been podcasting this whole time, but like, where are the hotel room, fear of hotel room people now? I would love to know, you know, at some point last June, it was like, well, you can't go to hotel rooms. And certainly there's been that we can't go to airplanes and you can't do this, you can't do that. Well, hotel rooms in our family were never something. I was never afraid. I felt like if I was going to get a disease that killed me from sleeping in a bed with clean sheets that I, you know, I deserve to die basically so so um so we went to a lodge and um you know it was something to look forward to made the reservation could you get did we want the deluxe cabin 
this simple cabin with just bunk beds and you know um just bare bunk beds and you, you know a latrine out back or whatever or did we want to stay in one of the rooms at the lodge and i mean we could do 45 minutes on just that you know um but we decided to stay in a room at the lodge mainly so that we could go into the main area with a fireplace and have cocktails and play cribbage at night while our kids slept and it was one of the few times in our life we've used a baby monitor and not that that makes us better or worse than anybody else but it's kind of like oh nice baby monitor you can be you know binge drinking and playing competitive card games 45 yards away and and still understand whether or not your kids are okay, even though our kids ended up letting the dog out when they <laughs> thought we were listening to them, and the three-year-old was reading the one-year-old a book when we came back in and had no idea where we were, and they weren't <laughs> asleep. So, anyways, but to um, put a feather in our landline cap, our mo- our baby monitors are sound only. Sound only. That's right. Why would you want video? Who would want to see their kid after they went to bed? Anyways, I we mean, get it. We get yeah, it. Friends of ours do, and we love them. But I just, you know, I, I, that's one thing where we're just, we feel. I'm delighted to close the door on my children after, after I've looked at them all day. So, we go to the lodge. We look forward to it. We pack the minivan, the whole nine yards, the fishing pole, the swimmies, the uh, rollerboard suitcase that you could fit three dead bodies in, the you know the cheez its because it's vacation, so you can get like real Nabisco cheez its. The you know everything. The whole you know. Do we have pastries? Do we have coffee? Do we have? games and books and cards blah 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 so we go and you know we take the thursday off and we make it happen we have a beautiful drive up still smoky by the way update from the west coast still smoky in oregon october 9th i think still smoky in california like through november so we can do the the forest fire. it's on fire over here yeah fyi yeah how are the forest fires everyone on the east coast wants to know well how how are the fires the answer is not great bob burning yeah burning with raging intensity and filling the atmosphere with smoke. So so we go, three and a half hour drive, kids do decent. Um, we get there and we pull up. Well, you you neglected that get me to get us to the last, through the last 25 minutes, we're going to jump in as soon as we get there. Right, because it's, it's a gorgeous day. Well, and it's filled a bit with hot. smoke, but it's hot. It wasn't. It wasn't filled with smoke on Thursday. The smoke came in on Friday. It was Okay, fine. It was hazy, it was hot, and it was like last swim of the summer in this lake. So we rear into the parking lot. We're there. Yay. Like, I, I even said 35 minutes before we arrived. I cannot wait to... I'm going to jump in the lake when I get there. And Homer, who's going through a major dad phase. Me too. I'm I'm in. Which, by the way, just never tell your kids you're going to do anything. That's right. That That's what big takeaway of this podcast. It's like, who cares if they know? That, I mean, do they even know what looking forward to something is unless you introduce it to them? Well, I mean, take it, take it a step further. Don't tell yourself you're going to do anything. Right. Just like flow. Flow from one present moment to the next. Well, other that, than... where. When, the main framework of your day. I mean, can you imagine if people could do that right now with COVID-19? Like, Be uh, awesome. I try to do that. I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but... I'm horrible at that. I can. I have to like look forward to the you know next snack I'm going to have just to get through that next 15 yeah. minutes. So we pull up. 
we get there and we get to the window and like we need to sort of switch this from just we can't just tell every single thing that happened because that's no here let's let's start let's drop them the big number one bomb that kind of put a lemon in our 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 kisser and i'll take it from there okay so i get to the place high where the mckay's and you check in in this like sort of outdoor sliding window that kind of looks like a toll booth and it's like, okay, cool, COVID, check in here. And, you know, the face mask thing, like, I get it. I wear them. Um, it just takes all of your empathy away. Just like, is this person smiling at me? Are they happy I'm here? And it's just the, it's like everyone's wearing like a Bane mask from like whatever, the third Batman movie or whatever. And it's like, you just, your, your initial human reaction is like, we are against one another. So here's the credit card. Yep. Um, you know, King, how's the water King room? No, I didn't even ask that. Oh. There, there was two posters that I saw while I'm checking in pasted on the glass. One is like sort of like the state announcement around algae blooms. And then there's another one right next to it that like is explaining cyanobacteria and like, you know, right after the card swipes and the, you know, okay, you're all checked in. Well, there isn't, I say to the woman, young woman, who I see 73 times in the next 48 hours because we're at a lodge in the middle of nowhere and she lives on site. Well, there's no algae bloom here, right? And her response was, let me see if I can get this. I'm going to really try hard. This is like, could I have been an actor? We're going to find out right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One more. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it's just like, okay. And this is is Alex's head as soon as she says that. And that's a nuclear bomb, just in case. That wasn't the bunker buster. That was like a full-on H-bomb. <laughs> the, the, the And that's when I walk up to the situation, by the way. I had no idea that the first exchange happened. So then it kind of like, because I completely blacked out in anger at that moment, I can't tell you word for word what happened, but I can tell you that... I was there. She was like, well, we had they tested the water on our at our request and like, you know, and I was like, "Okay, so you can't swim in it. She's like, well, I wouldn't swim in it. It's like, "Okay," (laughs) And so then we're like, "Okay," and then we check in and we have like the first floor room on the corner overlooking the parking lot. Um, so anyways, Lovely. so from there, I, I guess here's the first thing. And this is when I was like, I have to podcast again. And then I'm going to let you go. I don't care if you're into like skinny skiing behind a bay liner, you know, on some lake in Arkansas, or you're into powder skiing, or you're into sitting on the deck, you know, like wine tasting while you listen to like a wine taster podcast, which I'm sure has like been invented now. Like the environment is fucked. 
And like, I don't care who you're voting for. I don't care like what you think. I don't think if you think it's like some sort of like democratic and I know some listeners do like, it's like, no, like it's, it's not escaping you. It's, it's Lyme disease in New England. It's forest fires in California. It's algae blooms. And like, it's not about like how we should like kumbaya. And it's like, you can't swim, man. You can't, we couldn't go out of our house for five days because the smoke was so thick it was you couldn't see across the street you couldn't breathe it it was 500 parts per million of smoke whatever that means everyone now is an expert in parts per million of smoke aqi it's like you guys it's not about like who we're voting for it's like we're not gonna be able to live on the surface of the planet and if you want to dial it back to yeah we're gonna invent air conditioning and we're going to be able to make drink soylent green and we can grow our food and fine. But like what kind of life is that? Yeah. Like I, it, you could go to NASCAR races and sports gamble on your phone all day and you still like to drop like jump in the creek behind your uncle's house, you know, at Columbus Day weekend. It's like everybody has the thing. Everybody's got it. And if you're what I don't you don't you could be the most granola hiker of all time who's like petrified about how the Sierra Nevada is burning down, or you could just like to like barbecue, but like all the trees are going to die. You could like to open your window and have a fresh breeze on your face. While you smoke. Like <laughs> it, it doesn't, it's like you could literally just like going out back of Denny's and like putting a lip in during your break and listening to the crickets and they're all going to die. So it's like, what's the plan here, gang? This is not, sorry that there aren't spotted owls in certain, like, old growth forests. This is like you. The forests are gone. You Yeah, and you just, you can't go swimming, man. It's like this, you, people are like, oh. so. And there's this incredible article in, of course, the New York Times, which everyone can roll their eyes about how the forests in New England are sick. And one of the things is it's not like they're all going to drop dead tomorrow. 75% of the landmass in New England is covered in trees. So that's a lot of trees. But one of the things you can do to manage a forest is cut sick trees down because trees pass it to each other like COVID. So, we, I mean, we should be cutting sick people down, right? So it's quarantine. So you you uh, cut the tree down and it can't spread the beetle or spread the fungus. Fine. So there aren't enough arborists to cut the trees down and nobody is t paying attention to their woodlot. Okay, fine. The The quote in the article that matters for everyone is these these two sisters are arborists and they grew up in trees and, you know, find the article, Arborist New England Sick Forest. You'll find it in one second on Google.com. But they said if these were... If these trees were providing Wi-Fi, everybody would be paying attention. But because they're just providing us with oxygen, nobody cares. And it's like, this isn't a fringe thing. So anyways, you can't swim at the lake in the middle of the National Forest in the middle of Oregon in October because... There's cyanobacteria, which, you know, to dial myself back a little bit, might be happening every year. And this might just be like a symptom. This might just be triggering me. But like, this is a problem. Anyways, I, I'll shut up. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>
Well, if there was any doubt that something foul was afoot in Denmark, we, you know, laid eyes on the water. It's giant green particulates, like suspended like a 1950s jello dessert. And we roll on up to the lakeside and (laughs) there's 36 dead fish lapping against the shore kind of a bummer it was like it was super heavy oh my god that was like one of the heaviest moments i've had in months and this is a person who literally fleed his city to go to fresh air three three or four weeks ago like this was and we have like our kids like on our shoulders and like alex and i are like looking at each other with our like talking with our eyes and just like trying to keep it upbeat but like yeah, it's heavy, man. And by the way, sorry to like be so vindictive, but I'm going to just come out swinging now to make this podcast sink or swim like those dead fish, like baby boomers. How does it feel? You know, Donald Trump is a baby boomer. You invented him. Your bankers loaned him all the money. You let him break all the rules. Exxon and Mobil knew about the environmental crisis in 1970 and baby boomer politicians, baby boomer bankers, baby boomer shareholders are the ones who let it last for the last 50 years and give us what we've got right now. You guys are the reason that there's such an accumulation of wealth in the highest percentage of people. It is not young people. It is not the changing world. It is the world you invented and created and the world you're going to leave when you die. And so thanks, basically. Like, I don't know if that turns you off I don't really care. Like you, you should look around and see what's going on and realize like this is the world you created. This isn't the world that your your kids created. Like you have laid the table for uh, for the situation we're in today. Well, you know, whatever millennials are classified as aren't necessarily stepping up to the plate, and it it, it was a, a steaming pile to be handed, but like. Focusing on avocado toast and Kinfolk magazine or however one would classify our generation isn't really helping either. I think, you know, we we all I think that I say that just to say like ne- today, today is the day that we can all just like start doing our part and we can support and admire Gen Z and and those behind it and and whatever our children are going to be a part of because they're they're going to be their real change makers. So I've kind of tapped into that anger and frustration that I had on the beach there. So that's good because we're you know here we are. So anyways, let's get back to the lodge landline five zero three eight nine four eighty four eighty. Call if you're a baby boomer and you're, you're defend so- yourself. I was going to say to say you're sorry. Yeah, I mean either or either's fine. Landline. Tim? I hold up. Yes. You're on with Anna and Alex, landline, double team. Oh, you're on with, uh, with Rachel and Tim, double team. Wow, I think that's called a... Quad team. Quad team. 
Um, okay, we're actually doing a podcast complaining about hospitality in 2020, but I just really did need to ask you in all seriousness about the pH level of applesauce. We have a hot tub of applesauce on the stove as we speak, and I just don't understand how do we know if we can can it or not. I, I like, literally don't know. Well, like, why? Is that what a chemistry degree from Columbia will get us? Why wouldn't you be able to can it based on the pH? Isn't there some like Mendoza line of canned goods where you have to add citric acid? Um. <laughs> Were you guys mid-coitus? No. You, know, you don't need to. I just need like a thirty second hit on this. Where we've already got like an hour and ten minutes of content. Can you just is you can just put anything in and properly can it, and you won't die of botulism. I mean, this is a landline topic if there ever was one. I'm certainly not going to say that, but um, you know, I would say the internet is probably a better source for this. God um, damn it! Sort of thing. I think that you know, apples have. I don't know the like. I don't know the pH of applesauce. Um, I think I have test strips. Should I do one real quick? While yeah, we'll, on the line? well, like a pH, like will like a bleach test strip from the pie cart, like tell us anything. Well, I mean, you should stick it in and see what happens. Pour a little bleach in there while you're at it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think with I think with canning, you just want to make sure that you don't get, like is botulism bacteria. It's a foodborne. It's a foodborne illness. <laughs> like the question to me is like, is it something that you would know if you opened it? Though, isn't it supposed to be like, like you're not gonna? No, it's you're not gonna. Open it's it's odorless. They always say it's odorless. Like my brain knows from reading about botulism enough that odorless is usually one of the words that you, that's used most often. Well, we know we know pickles can't give you botulism because there's so much vinegar and salt. So I guess really what I'm asking is if you're making something without vinegar and salt, the other way to go is sugar, right? That's why like jams don't make you die. But then what if you're just making applesauce without added sugar? Do I have do we have to like worry about? No, I think that I think apples probably have a, a safe enough pH and a safe enough general acid like acid level to be did you peel all the apples yeah and this one on the on the other one these batty farmers told me to just like press it through a colander which we did yesterday but that's the fridge batch yeah you know i think that if you get things hot enough long enough and then you can into sterile jars you're you're most likely going to be fine and sterile jars they're defined as being boiled in water for some amount of time, right? Like, yeah, we're. That's right. That. Yeah. All right. Well, good, good luck. Good luck with the botulism. I think you guys are fine. I like. I've literally never heard of anyone getting it. So, knock on wood. 
Does it give you a pig nose? What does botulism do? No, I mean, will more people die of botulism this year than COVID-18? There's a trivia question. <laughs> Listen closely to the question. All right, we'll, t- we'll, call, we'll call you not on the podcast tomorrow. That'd be great. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Landline. Okay, here's a list of things that I felt bad for asking during my stay. Nice. Yeah, so remember, we're at the lodge. We check in. Do you have cots? Do you have a bowl I can borrow? These are things that you felt bad for asking. Just that I, I felt bad asking them. Can we rent a boat? Is I is one twenty six open? That's a road. Where is the Lake Loop start? Can I use my drink tokens? <laughs> The answer was no in one case. The answer is no to several of these. I'm not saying what the answers were. And I know that Alex felt bad for asking, can I bring my wife's birthday cake out to her at this dinner? So this is where we'll shit on everybody else. Now that we've shat on the baby boomers, we're going to spread it around because baby boomers were not running and managing this lodge. That- uh, there wasn't a baby boomer for for. 400 miles yeah. i wish a baby boomer had been there to yell at these people honestly i know suddenly we had to be the baby boomers we were this is this is when we became baby boomers <laughs> we got our shotgun out of the car and we just shot a bunch of fish <laughs> um so basically what was going on there so i think i think we need to have our disclaimer that like covid what a bitch you totally know, like to- covid this- is 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 destroying hospitality destroying retail destroying food destroying drink particularly in oregon like extremely extremely serious like uh restrictions are still in place for people conducting their business and uh, you can you can guess that this place is not typically like this but I think COVID was probably a big factor in in the surreality of Just this experience. Quick callback. Baby boomers, you're the one on Facebook, by the way. Okay, keep going. Wait, what's what about Facebook? Well, it's just like that was another reason that I was thinking about baby boomers. Like Facebook is ruining everything. We all agree. Disinformation, blah, blah, blah. I they're, think they're the ones populating Facebook, too. Okay, so. I, no, I think we need to get to like the angle of this place. Lodges, you know, not for getting on Wi-Fi and checking your phone. Like when you go out into the woods, like you're done, you're you're out of there. You're not you're making the concerted decision to unplug, so to speak, air quotes. But what this place and this place encouraged that. But what this place didn't have was any kind of support for somebody who didn't have their phone with them. It was almost as though like, oh, you should have done that Google search before you got here. There was no like, this is what's up today. Like, this is the air quality index. This is the fire danger today. Like, these are some great day hikes you can take. Um, we're looking forward to offering this special in the lodge later. Like The information zero. kiosk. You're looking for the information kiosk to go every day where you check in. Some guy named Gary in a mustache and a hat like lets you know how to 
properly you like rig up a fly rod like you want to feel like you're you want the cruise director yeah who's the shaman of this um you know oracle of delphi or whatever that's probably a mixed historical messages there but um i'll go i'll take the shaman like the the biggest the the most simple version of what you're asking for is when you go skiing and on the chalkboard in the lift it tells you like temperature at the base temperature at mid-mountain temperature at the summit forecast condition like one to three yeah one to three inches last night like you know like and then like has a sunglass driven uh sunglasses like you know um marker drawn drawn for yeah what's the word driven (laughs) driven for the afternoon drinking eyeballs drinking tea here folks um so so yeah Exactly. You wanted the big board. You wanted the the Forest Service guide on the hikes. You wanted a Xerox copier to be able to like copy your route as you went out the door. I mean, even yeah. So keep going. It's like this really interesting um, energy where it's not cool not to know and and to be vulnerable and ask questions when you're in a new place because there is this magic thing in your pocket that tells you everything you need to know. You don't really need to talk to anybody anymore. But when you get to a place where there is no, um, your magic tablet is, is defunct. There was no cell phone service at this place to clarify. There was Wi-Fi in the lodge room, like the main room, but there was no cell phone service in any of the place in any of the rooms. Right. So all I'm trying to to point out is is this kind of messed up um, dichotomy that our generation is perpetuating and everyone else is falling in line that if you're not acting like an expert, you're kind of you don't necessarily deserve the courtesy of being taught. And that's pretty like nasty. It's like bad vibes. It's also just the so dumb in the sense that everyone who drives into this road is going to have and parks their car in this parking lot and unloads their stuff to go to whether it's the deluxe cabin or the basic cabin or the lodge room or is camping in the public area by the boat ramp. Everybody is like a stupid, eager puppy of like, I'm here, like tune me in what's going on i know my cell phone doesn't work like excited about it like what's the boating report how warm is the temperature in the water how many dead fish today like let's get it let's get a count you know like let's get some nets and make an activity out of it where's the horseshoe pit like where is anything and like okay fine let's bail them out for covid you can't put your hand on a piece of metal together with a human because you'll die and you can't you know (laughs) You can't stand in the yard like no silverware off the deck because it would encourage people to like have a hot dog in the yard and they could die from that. Whatever the COVID rules are, whatever they're trying to do, I agree with you. Let's give them a pass. You're in the middle of nowhere. Your entire survival as a business depends on you innovating. You're supposed to be. It also relies on people being like, I love that. Let's. Let's make sure we come back every that year. That was so cool how they thought of that like COVID safe canoe race we could do. They put buoys in the in the uh, in the lake and we had to do we did a time and everyone timed themselves the same and we, we're going to be up on the big board. It's like 
you know, and it'll be a season long thing. It's like you have nothing to do up here other than sit in a meeting, like smoke good Oregon weed and come up with the camp lodge plan for the year. And you're, you're adapting. And why isn't someone like, how did you get this gig? How did you get this financed? How did the forest service give you the lease for this property? If you're not that kind of person, like what happened to that person? Where are you? And you know, why, you know, what's really ironic. And I think we should say this cause it's like darkly funny is that we watched this movie, um, you know, a week before we went, or a couple nights before we went, called um, Hotel Mumbai, <laughs> which is the like horrific story of the terrorist, uh, yeah, Pakistani terrorist attacks on the Hotel Mumbai, Taj. the Taj in Mumbai, you know, in two thousand and eight, I think, like, like not a you know September eleventh, no, but like not far off, like horrible coordinated like mass killing of completely innocent civilians. And so we watch that and like it's a really sad and terrible story. But like in the beginning when they're setting it all up before the evil comes in, the service is like clearly the best service on planet Earth. It's like everybody knows the guests who come and this has to be the finest linens and the temperature of the bathwater has to be exactly you get your this marigold, thing. you know, garland. When you walk in, you get your coom coom on your forehead and, right. and beautiful the, women and saris are know your name and everything is deferential and it's about the guest's experience. And then we show up at this place and it's like the people at the front desk are like, well, did you bring me any whiskey? Cause if you didn't, then like, we're not, it wasn't even that though. It wasn't even like broed out. It would have been cooler if it was, it was just this weird disrespectful superiority complex of nothing to me. What was so sort of upsetting in this moment of why aren't these people treating us better in their service is we are sort of the same age. We're only probably, I mean, they probably thought we were 50 or baby boomers, but they are 28 and they live at the lodge for the year and this is what they're doing. But it was kind of like this, we could be you mentality. Like, you know, this is what I chose to do. Like, I'm smart. I'm enlightened. I am like choosing to be in this beautiful place. You're just like coming up from your job in the city and like you're just like using this as like a consumptive habit and you don't understand like the spirituality of this place or whatever is going through their mind. Like you don't really know how to chill in our space. Like even though we were the ones putting on records on the record player, we're the ones playing cribbage by the fire. We're the ones like letting our kids sleep in their room without worrying about whether or not they're going to die. We're the ones like trying to go canoeing, trying to go swimming, doing, we're doing it all right. We're your dream guest and we're ready to pay for it all. And there's this sense of like, I can't serve you because I could be you. It's just that I've chosen not to. And it's like, well, you know what? I would have never treated a guest like this. I worked in hospitality. I owned a food cart. I treated everybody like they were a guest of mine in order to try to like do the best job I could. You're being so dim and disrespectful right now. And I guess I can't even explain to you how you're wrong. Like what is so frustrating about it? Like that me and you feel like we can't say anything like, cause we p felt pretty neutered. Like they beat us up all weekend and we spent like, you know, a thousand dollars at this place in food and, and, and lodging. I mean, money aside, what, 
I don't know. It 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 is kind of birthdays are these contemplative times around growing up or getting older and you know I've I've broed hard in my day and it was for me pretty sad to think that like my days of easily integrating into a vibe at a place like that are over which I don't think they are I think that you know are us going out and bend or whatever is like evidence that we can still we can still hang and like have fun at a at a at a place like that but it it was pretty um isolating there was not a lot of community vibes so you asked what was it about their behavior that no why can't we just be like you know, because we've got it was very temperamental. So finally, to tell another quick story, we were like the next day we wanted to take a canoe out, and we it was Saturday, and canoe rentals are from ten to four. I like read the board, and I go up to the same woman who checked me in at the desk, and I was like, "We're thinking about taking a canoe out later." Like mentioned that in passing. She's like, "I don't know. It's pretty windy, but we could probably do something like that." And then 20 minutes later, I went up at, to, like, the people in the main lodge. I was like, okay, we're going to take a canoe out for the last hour of the day. And she's like, um, okay, let me just – I'm going to get you Gary to talk about that. He can help you with that. And came back over, and Gary's like, ah, I'm so sorry. We just closed the boat rentals for the season. Which is like between the first conversation and the second conversation. Totally. Well, they're like, this guy's going to try to rent a boat. What are we going to do? Like, tell him it's closed for the season. And I said, I just said to him, I didn't know this is the temperamental. I was like, I'm really pissed off about that and turned around and stormed out like such a loser. And like, what would a what would a grown man have done? Like, what would I did five seconds later? Right. So I made you go back in. And what did you say? I was like, hey, uh, my husband was just in here asking about a boat. Can I can I talk to somebody about that? And everyone was like, oh, yeah, like it had happened like days ago. And it <laughs> but it had happened literally two minutes before. And I spoke with the, the woman that Alex spoke with had like scurried out of the main lodge as soon as he left, which was just like another blow um and there was a new person (laughs) at the front desk and she was like yeah it gets really windy you know and um so many dead fish there's yeah um and i was like all right um well i'd really like we were really looking forward to this and in fact we like tried to call a few times to like kind of get the lay of the land before we came out here and we never got anybody on the phone so is there anyone else I could talk to about this my kids were really looking forward to getting on this boat and he's like oh yeah Gary's over there and you know it's like it doesn't take into account you know what would have been truly courteous is to have like to have 
led me over to Gary and be like, this is Anna and she's in room 101 and she's really, you know, but it's just like Gary's over there and there's like two guys in masks like in this dark corner of the lodge. And I was like, are you Gary? (laughs) The answer for both was yes. They were both Gary's. And he had this like psychotic, like bright eyed, like, like fuck you lady look in his eye. And I was like, Hey, Gary. So, and you know, basically laying out, I was just like, my kids were really looking forward to this. Like, I know there's like a little lagoon back there. Can we just take one boat out for a half hour? It's super calm back there. I walked around it 20 minutes ago and he's like, well, the air quality's really bad. And like, this is kind of zinging the like libertarian bones in my body, which is like, hey, it's my fucking lungs. It's my kid's lungs. I can decide to do whatever I want. Like, yeah, Gary, I've been shit faced drunk since Tuesday and driving all over the place. So don't tell me what I can and can't do. No, that's not true. I mean, that's that's not true at all. Like, but it is just like, why does it matter if the air quality is borderline? If... I'm if you're a canoe, like what does that have to do with you? Just give me the canoe. Give me the oar. Like I'm out of here. I'm getting in this fucking canoe, dude. Like out of my way. We're not doing a deep breathing contest. No. We're not asking you to like teach And trust me, I'd win. <laughs> We're not teaching yoga with your other, you know, guests without making them sign a liability waiver, Gary. We just give it like and by the way, Gary, hey, take a flyer on us. You get a canoe too. We'll all do 15 minutes. Tell us about the lake. Tell us what mountain that is over there. I mean, this is not, we're not on the Mediterranean. We're in like a small lake. We're asking to take a canoe out with our three year old. This is not, we're not like, this is not complaining about the temperature of the caviar, you know, right. in, in, in Lake Como. This is, this is like a couple of, you know, of honkies trying to get in a canoe for 15 minutes. That's right. So it went on from there. Every night at dinner, they had to pretend they were being nice to us. And we had to pretend like, you know, also, you know what? Everyone who waits tables that is never listening to this podcast because you're listening to the daily or like song exploder. First of all, turn this podcast on. Australia, I love you. 503-894-8480. don't drag song exploder into this. All right. Sorry. Whatever your feed tells you, Bill Simmons, Spotify, 100 million, the whole nine yards. Worst podcast on the internet. Landline podcast. 503-894-8480. Nice. I've got it in your mind. There's no website. There's no social media. Um, <laughs> so just go to the podcast. Just call the landline. Actually, well, let's play some uh, messages here in a second. Then we'll wrap this up. But the... The thing is that maybe my food that you brought me and I've eaten half of isn't good. So don't keep asking me no, rhetorical no, no, no. questions. Is the how's is the food tasting good? Wh- what are my options there? What like you just sh- lie? I mean, that's I don't think that that kind of breaks down our larger all right salient. All right, so, all right well, good then. You're the brat. you're the governor there. I. Uh, you're uh, that's right i w- didn't want to be a brat so um you, what what did we used to call you let's call it your my significant bother yeah um rings the bell okay so so we you know we go to dinners we skipped all the breakfasts we were making oatmeal we skipped all the breakfast because breakfast started at nine and right. our children wake up at five forty-five yeah. every day right. so again i guess we might just be old I think that is what's happening. We like brought a cooler of beer so we didn't have to pay them for alcohol. So we got one over on them there, but ended up like having a glass of wine or whatever at night. I mean, the the fireplace was nice. 
but it was not a sumptuous lodge and like the same thing it's like were were they going no not good i mean no it's like i think we need to keep our eye on the landline prize which is people want to do the right thing people want to unplug and get away from their devices and we can't just leave them out in the cold well right like there needs to be something on the other side worth going to or no one's ever going to give up this rote existence of what is on my cell phone what is on my cell phone what is on my cell phone if if the other side of it is like completely contingent upon being a self-starter and um somebody with like a, a really incredible ability to pre-plan and somebody who like read meditation books by yourself yeah like somebody who just ha- basically has has like doesn't need the lodge who doesn't need the lodge then yeah what what is the other side like we gotta make the other side fun and satisfying or else we're never gonna we're never gonna get off our phones it's also just not that hard you know it's it's like in a world that's just full of like like you know chain restaurants and basically like the commodification of everything and and everything's the same in every town and everyone's on their wireless and everyone's talking about fantasy football and like everyone's talking about the same 10 headlines that were on drudge you know, it's not that hard to just like mix it up going the other way. Like, what do you need at a lodge? You need horseshoes. You need a couple of frisbees out back for the yard. You need like a cute place for your wet boots when you come in. You need, you know, some maps hanging on the on the floor. You need a sign behind the records player that says, please put on music of your choice, like limit two per guest. Like, you need a free cocktail when you arrive. Like, it, this is easy shit. Anybody get a, get a piece of paper and a couple of drunk people after a dinner party, and you'll come up with 500 things that are fun at a lodge. So why did these aliens land from another planet and, like, you know, try to do lodge? Like, you, they should have been doing, like, hyperbolic chambers. In- Somebody, like, please, Giles, if you're listening, please call us. What the fuck, dude? Like... What is going on? Right, Giles, we got to, yeah, Giles, let's, let's pod after this. We got to, you can do the part two of, of how to actually run a hostel and then, and then decide not to run it anymore. Okay, wait, hold on. And then we're, we're going to finish off with your, your Instagram take, your hot Instagram take about how, uh, about the like composition of spaces. But first we're going to listen to the voice, voicemail. Landline. have 44 new messages oh 27 saved messages main menu to listen to your messages press one we'll try to get First two good ones message where are you gary end of message <laughs> to erase this message press seven Pressure. message erased next voice message Hi, Alex. Larry Porter, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Just getting back to you on your interest in that 18 Chrysler Pacifica Limited we have. Uh, just uh, alert you that it is still available. Uh, you said you might stop in this week after you got back from your family trip. 
So just uh, touching base with you. Again, 503-731-1432. That's my direct line here, Larry Porter, Hustler, Dodge Jeep Ram of Portland. Thank you. I mean, how nice would it have been to have Larry as our waiter? To save it, press 9. Message erased. Next voice message. Alex, I just talked to you about the Chrysler Pacifica. Um, you didn't give me a chance to tell you. I mean, our price is not negotiable, buddy. And message skipped. We, we Next own voice a Chrysler message. Pacifica now, by the way. Contact you. Regarding a legal enforcement action executed under one. your social security number for suspicious and fraudulent activities committed in the state of Texas. And we just suspended your social security number. Ignoring this will be an intentional second attempt to avoid initial appearance before magistrate, judge, or grand jury for a federal criminal offense. This is the final attempt to reach you. So if you want to know about this case, just press 1. <laughs> I do. I wish I could. End of message. Message erased. Next voice message. Love that. Just seven hundred twenty dollar in your Amazon account. Seven twenty. Isn't that what Trump paid in taxes last year? Amazon customer. Who's Amazon? Message skipped. Next Amazon voice message. Customer. End of message. Message erased. Come Next on, one voice more. message. Do you guys want a shit ton of grapes? End of message. To erase this message, erase. Landline. All right, so you just had one prescient. prescient. I already used that word. Well, how is it said? Can we just. Prescient. Everyone needs to know. Prescient. Um, Call the landline 503 894 8480. I think, in sum, I'm going to make one summation in sum, and then I'm going to let you go. We had an amazing time this weekend. We went on two of like the coolest hikes we've ever been on along incredibly like truly naturally wild Oregon rivers. Like Oregon, Oregon has some of the coolest high mountain, high desert rivers of anywhere. We saw belted kingfisher. We saw a um, bald eagle fly back and forth across the lake. We saw... I saw living fish in the Metolius River, beautiful blue, kokanee. blue-headed kokanee, um, water oozles. We had family come and celebrated your 35th birthday, right? They couldn't let the cake in the dining room. We had to do it back in the room because of COVID, I think. Um, we played four games of or three games of cribbage. You smoked me in most of them. We played Scrabble twice. Like we had a good we had a good old landline time. It was awesome. And, and it was so cool to be there with our kids. And we got what we got the last ice cream cone of the summer um, when the boat was canceled because of the um, smoky wind advisory. We uh, went down the hill into the town and and went to the snow cap and got soft serve and um, had tried to do some retail therapy. Anyways, so so we had a great time and like. It was fun. Like it's kind of fun to go to these places. One time, my family was on a trip, actually in Sicily of all places. The only time I've ever been there, and we stayed at this place called the. It was called like the Hotel Chaos, which to us meant chaos, and like everything was wrong. And you would sit for like two and a half hours at dinner, and no one would come and ask you if you wanted anything. <laughs> but like, so you get these amazing stories out of this stuff, right? But it just seemed like. It wasn't like the funky, funny, quirky. It was like, 
hipsters in $45 hand-sewn Japanese wool caps treating us like shit for no reason. And I kind of like don't hope they do well. Like I hope they kind of fail because they deserve to. And like, I believe in like getting what you deserve. So, um, I digress, but you had a, a prescient moment there. I don't remember. Like, can you give me a prompt? You basically said that like, it doesn't matter if things are actually good in person, as long as they appear good on Instagram. That's right. And so, which isn't necessarily like the hottest of takes, but it, it really hit home this past weekend because, you know, people are pounding that like sign and lighting up the fire emoji all over this places instagram page and it's just like there is nothing fire emoji about this place (laughs) totally like it's it's a cool spot we had a beautiful rainstorm in the morning i could see how it'd be fun to swim there when there aren't dead fish but it's not it's it's like a solid b trending to a b minus and without covid you mean yeah yeah i think Anyways, any other comments? Any podcast comments? That's it. Let's go. Let's get out of here. 503-894-8480. Yeah, call us. Let's get a little let's get let's try to get four episodes in before the election. All that sounds of, good. None of which could be political. Let's have a baby boomer on and and have them try. Aren't you worried it'll be boring? Well, I'm it'll kidding. probably be one of my parents, so yes. Uh, I'm just kidding, Mom. I love you. You're not boring, but you're going to be defensive of being a baby boomer, I can tell already. Um, you know, blame Mark Zuckerberg if you want. Like, serve it up. He's he's our contemporary. So that's it. Landline Podcast, 503-894-8480. So I'll talk to you soon. Ishi, we love you. My wedding ring? Should we do that? Maybe, yep. maybe we'll save that for another one. Let's save it for another one. All right. The wedding ring coming up soon. Goodbye. We're back again.
was time to play at festival.